0: Well, he's back. He's back. I'm he's here. only going to come back. I've only, I've only somehow returned. I'm <laughs> here, mate. <laughs> somehow, Bly Walker has returned.
1: Roll it again. Hello there. It's so good. Listening
0: to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Star Wars Sessions podcast. I
1: think he loves a good Star Wars Sessions.
2: Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the
1: way. Please
0: welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins.
2: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever once again in the cockpit here of the Essex Falcon and the Bacta Tank. He's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. He's got great hair, he loves a curry, he loves a pint. It's Master Blywalker, Luke Bly, give it back up for him again.
0: Oi, oi. Savaloy, good. Matty boy, you have no idea how good it is to be back here on the sessions, man. It's been a crazy couple of weeks, mate. Crazy couple of weeks. And I just want to thank you, uh, Sean and Dave, for obviously filling in last week and just yourself the week before. But man, is it good to be back to shoot some galactic breeze?
2: Well, my friend, to uh, honor your. Return. I was having a little look through the annals, through the sessions annals, um, and I found a little something. And we're 139 episodes in now. I've earned myself two and a half minutes, so uh, I found this, mate. Check this out.
0: Oi, oi, Savaloy, filth, <laughs> absolute spice mine. That castle spicier.
1: <laughs> Big boy. Hey,
0: Luke, it's Admiral Jack Barr.
1: It's coming to Laura Melu Run.
0: We hope you get better, buddy.
1: We're thinking about you and.
0: May the force be with you. There you go. Master Blywalker. It's Adrian here, aka the Mandalorian. Just passing on my best wishes. Sorry to hear of what you're going through, buddy.
2: Just remember that hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it,
1: you'll never make it through the night. May the force be with you, mate.
0: Hello, Master Blywalker. Johnny O here, just sending you a quick message to let you know that we are all behind you. Sending Grogu and Ray force healing vibes. The sessionists will be with you, always. Hi, Luke. Dim here, Dimsky. I hope you're getting better, bro. Uh, I hope uh, soon enough you'll be so good. But um, everybody's thinking about you, everybody loves you very much. Yeah, just uh, wish you all the well, brother. Uh, take care.
2: Master Blywalker, Jessup here. I just wanted to send you a message just to wish you a speedy recovery. We miss you, we love you, and can't wait to hear you back to full fighting. Mm. Uh, health and fitness back on the sessions take care of yourself and we will hear and see you soon hey this is jimmy from kansas just wishing you a speedy recovery Lukey boy uh we need the conductor of the spice train back as
1: soon as possible hope you're feeling better mate
2: hello mate um big hud here um just to get well soon message from uh, Sean um, chin up pal promise you it does get easier and uh, always here for a chat I can certainly um, uh, respect what you're going through so um, give us a shout any time, pal and we'll go for a non spicy curry execution
0: uh, soon we will have a refreshed Blywalker. one far stronger and more powerful <coughs> sorry about that seem to go all bit mass smith there anyway luke hope you're feeling a lot better mate looking forward to hearing you on the sessions again soon hey there luke Andreas here at the beard of oregon i'm really bummed out to hear about your recent stint at the hospital and having to deal with Crohn's. i hope you know how loved you are by our whole community and how much we care about you and your family right now my thoughts are with you all and people always say, if there's anything that I can do, please let me know. But many of us really do mean that. So, miss hearing your voice. So get better soon. We're there for you, buddy. Hang in there. Don't choke on the back, though. Bye. Master Bladog. Jones from uh, Discord here now. Sorry about my voice. I got tonsillitis. It, it sounds more like tuberculosis at the moment uh listen i've heard you've had a rough couple of weeks man so um you know rest up take care you got your missus there she can do everything you need to do you know you're sorted you're sorted but listen we need you back on the show matt needs you back you know we're all love you we're all missing you so uh rest up get better come back with a bang love you man get well soon mate
1: hey luke it's katie here I've seen what's been going on with you and I'm really, really sorry to hear that you're going through that, buddy. Um, but this is just a quick message to say I hope you get better soon and uh, we're all thinking about you. But yeah, get better soon, mate.
2: Master Blywalker, we are not very well. What are we going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to reach out. We're going to reach out with our tiny little Grogu hands and heal you through the force. Get well soon, you filthy spice peddler. Glad to have you back on the Falcon, Master Blywalker.
0: oh a couple my of days. Of you, mate. <laughs> my boy you absolute filth bag yeah, well you absolutely- uh, you've got the session sick as to thank and
2: my big brother sean for sorting all that out i was <laughs> oh. just the conduit for it all and um honestly this it, it was that was that was a product of the of the fans
0: and not and not your co-host so uh thank everyone else my friend wow Wow, what a flaming intro! It's it's a weird one, you know, because you're like, oh, well, that you feel so loved and so appreciative and so grateful for it, but it's like, man, you guys are the best. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for all the love, guys. You know, I'm getting there. I'm getting better. I'm on. Just a heads up, I am on a lot of meds. I did say to Matty Boy, I was like, look, up. I am, I am like, you know. I can't flipping wait to get back on the old microphone, talk some Star Wars, but I am on some meds. So if my sentences aren't clear, which they aren't usually but um yeah just a little heads up you know uh, we're here for it. i'm feeling a bit bit about based so should be fun he's rolling around the floor while well, speaking at the minute he's just <laughs>
2: stroking the wall thing. i'm so loved
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, i am honestly thank you so much everyone that's so sweet that is the best like you guys are so cool thank you for yeah, we're, we're not great at this kind of thing, us Brits, but, you know, thank you so much for the support and love. It it means the world.
2: There you go. Sending all the best wishes through the force from the best fan base in the world. And yes, I'm very glad to have my man back. Uh, but that isn't the only bit of news for this week because as I've been plagued for the last few weeks, I'm trying to talk and in the background, I can hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi, which, my friends, we only me- know means one thing,
0: says me, you can't talk, Master Blywalker. Matty boy, it must mean, and this feels so good to say, so good to say, it's the Galactic News Round. (laughs) An original Star Wars script has sold for £13,000 as part of an auction of items owned by David Prowse. (laughs)
2: Dark Horse Comics is heading back to a galaxy far, far away. New all-ages comics and graphic novels will debut from the storied publisher in the spring of 2022.
0: EA reportedly turned down a Star Wars Battlefront 3 pitch because of licensing costs. The working title for The Acolyte has
2: been revealed by Production Weekly to be paradox
0: the book of boba fett will be featured on the front cover of the november 2021 edition of empire magazine
2: hi this is dominic pace who played gecko the bounty hunter for the mandalorian and you are listening to star
0: wars sessions probably britain's greatest star wars podcast Now, tell us about the time that George asked you to to take over. Uh, were you expecting it, and uh, did you say yes right away?
1: I, I wasn't expecting George to ask me anything like this. Um, but I, I will say, when, when he did bring it up, and he talked about his own retirement and looking for somebody to come in and really be responsible not only for the company, but taking this into the into the future and oh protecting his legacy, and... And when he started to talk about it in that way, I immediately said yes. I just thought it would be an incredible ex- experience and an amazing opportunity. I always said I wasn't gonna do any more. And that's true, I'm not gonna do any more. But that doesn't mean I'm unwilling to turn it over to Kathy to do more. I'm doing this so that the films will have a longer life and so that more fans and people can enjoy them in the future. It's a very big universe I've created, and there's a lot of stories that are sitting in there. The main thing is to protect these characters. Make sure that they still continue to, to live in the way that you created them, and that the universe of Star Wars continues to grow. You know, I have a tremendous amount to learn from George. I, I, there's things that, um, that I want to preserve within the spirit of this company, and as it moves into Disney, I think it's it's vitally important to anything we create that we hold on to the spirit of what started all of this.
2: Now, to mark the return of uh, Master Blywalker Walker to the sessions, we thought we'd pick something fairly low-key and something which we knew would unite the Star Wars fan base. So this week we're... <laughs> Talking about Kathleen Kennedy, Lucasfilm president. Um, uh, it's new, uh, Kathleen Kennedy has been in the news this week. A uh, few things have cropped up regarding the press, so we're going to be uh, having a a Kathy centric episode. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to this. Now, before we dive into the the news articles that have come out, two very big ones, I think one especially, and then the other one only released pretty much today. So we're excited to talk about that. I have no idea what Blilo thinks, but in terms of Kathleen Kennedy, and I am going to throw this right back to Luke in a minute. I am a—I I don't subscribe to you know lovers, haters, fan bases, and all that. I just think Kathleen Kennedy's done a good job. Good job when it comes good to job. what she's there for, which is to put out content which makes money for Disney uh, and content which expands the lore of Star Wars uh, and allows for uh, future projects to bloom from it, which is exactly what she's done. Are there caveats and asterisks to my? appreciation, yes, and I'll get into that. But I just wanted to start off by saying my initial uh, thoughts on Kathleen Kennedy are, are gen- generally positive, and I think fans of the show from episode one way back when will know that. You know, I'm not a, uh, I, I'm not a sicker fan. I understand that, you know, not if it, nobody's perfect, but I'm also not daft as well. So, uh, so for me, my initial thoughts before we dive into the news we've got is that i'm pleased if you ask me with the job kathleen kennedy's done i think she's done a good job steering the ship lukey boy uh what about you do you think what's your kind of thoughts on the tenure of
0: kathleen kennedy up until this date well it's really like you said it's thrown me in in the deep end mate we were like oh should we do a chill show (laughs) should we should we do a deep dive something we love we're like no we're going to go, we're going to kill political. I'm not brave enough politics, but you know, apparently <laughs> yes. this week I am. Um, yeah, mate, I think for the most part, I think Kathleen Kennedy has had a tremendous success at Lucasfilm. And I can't wait to get stuck into this conversation because I think there's a lot of factors and a lot of factoids and a lot of perspectives that are maybe missed in this conversation because you know the fact is is that Star Wars hasn't been silky smooth. There's a strong argument here that things should have ran a lot more smoothly in this era, particularly with those sequel films, the cinematic releases. Um, it's almost every film has had an I- ha- has had an issue, right? Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi didn't. The Force Awakens did. Rogue One did um last year i didn't solo did rise of skywalker did Mm -hmm. um so there's stuff to be taken away from that too now there's also an argument for saying well you you can't just look at that and go wow she's rubbish like this is a joke you guys spoke about rogue squadron last week i listened to the show by the way you guys killed it Uh, thank you uh so much of the standing, Dave Dunn, Sean Hudson, you sick heads. um But it's, it's an interesting time at the end of the day, you know, under Kathleen Kennedy over the last few years, um we've had some of the big, we've had the biggest film in the West, in Western cinema, in the force awakens in the U S and the UK and the Anglo sphere. That is the biggest film of all time. We've had, arguably one of the biggest shows in pop culture ever air and debut and stick around for a second season and do just as well and again maybe even better from a certain point of view depending on who you ask and we've we've had numerous other wins like huge successes so it isn't a straightforward conversation and then we also have to look into well okay what does a president do and what does a good president do versus, you know, oh, let's make whoever president. Like, who are you going to replace <laughs> it with? Those are the questions that we should probably be asking. And then she's got some other news that we're going to go into, which kind of like, you know, ties everything up really nicely, I think. So I'm looking forward to it, mate, boy. What what do you think of all this, mate? Um, Three more years. Three more years. <laughs> <laughs> You're well, happy well, about it. Well, I am because,
2: uh, again, right, asterisks and caveats. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy has delivered an awful lot for Star Wars. Again, if you, look at top, if you look top level, you think, oh, look at all those films. They've done well. Obviously, you then start to look beneath the surface of that, and there's been issues for pretty much all of them. But, the stakeholders and investors will think, well, you are making us money and, oh, look, a director's been fired. Okay. We might have to pay him off a bit. However, when we're making a billion plus pretty much on every film almost, then, you know, that's fine. We'll swallow up in that. Our our pockets will still be lined. I think it's good news. I think we need a form of stability because we've just come out of a global pandemic. Bob Chapek's just taken over. And Mm -hmm. obviously Mm -hmm. whatever people might think about Chapek's leadership is, a good story for another time, but I think, had with everything that's been going on recently with uh Rogue Squadron and whatever else has happened, um, we've seen that Rangers and the Republic's gone for now, although word on the grapevine is they are still working on it in the background to hopefully start start it back up again. Um, to then say to Kathleen Kennedy, Oh, actually, we're not going to renew your contract, I think it'd have just thrown Lucasfilm into absolute limbo. So, what this does yeah. do. In, again, this is sadly hypothetical because there are also uh, plenty of there's also plenty of evidence in the last, what, seven years, eight, nine years, sorry, that this could not go smoothly. The next three years, in my head, will be nice and smooth so we can have a transition. We can pass the sabre over to whomever will be the new incumbent uh, and, and they will take over a company which is on, you know, a much steadier ground, much smoother ground. However, as we've mentioned, there's been a lot of issues in the last nine years or so, which kind of pointed to the fact that, you know, what's, what's going to change now? Why are the next three years going to be different when, you know, the last nine, give or take, three times as long haven't quite been that. Maybe not all of them. Maybe five or six years have been very rocky uh, and the majority of stories that come out surrounding the films aren't great. Um, so I think it's good that she's staying because she's delivering And I think it's good for the stability. However, it's the one of the main things I have with um, Kathleen is everybody always says, and I've brought this up earlier on for a reason. I've said, look, she's delivering. She's lying in the pockets of the stakeholders and she's expanding the universe. But at what point now do we have to start ignoring the money side of things? So Kathleen Kennedy has been in the job for almost a decade now. She's bought in a lot of money. But like you've just said, big boy. It's come at a cost, Mm. not uh, Mm. literally a cost of firing directors and paying them off. But every production other than The Last Jedi, for for what we know, has been plagued by uh, directorial firings, creative issues, uh, scheduling problems was the latest one. At what point now do we look at it and think, right, this is just not very good. You're making a lot of money, but at the same time, Lucasfilm is a bit of a joke. Uh, and it's funny because a producer, which of which she is one of the greatest of all time, if not the best, a producer's job is to do everything I've just said. The producer basically has to keep the ship steady. The director does their job. Right. You know, they're the eyes on the ground. A producer does everything else. They coordinate everything. They organize everything, including calendars. So Kathleen Kennedy is well equipped to, you know, to, to juggle the, juggle the plates and project manager hell out of this thing. But something seems to have gotten away. Uh, from from yeah. Lucasfilm. And again, we've got Michelle Rejwan, so let's throw you under the bus whilst at it. But there, <laughs> there, there's two sides of it for me is I'm, I welcome the stability because there have been great rewards with that in this tenure. But at the same time, what is going to change and at what point do we start saying, "Lucky boy, yes, she's made a lot of money. However, planning, diligence, diary management, which not all of it rests on her shoulders, but she signs off on it. At what point do we start having to say, actually, no, that is now, the over the overriding issue here
0: yeah it's a really hard one without all the inside information we really just need to take this at face value and you're right the the, the cinema has been the cinematic year like uh, star wars films in recent years it's been crazy and i feel like we're fortunate that rogue one t- turned out the way it did right because people yeah. adore that film and it is like a masterpiece In Star Wars and and beyond that, for so many people, they adore that film. Same with the Force Awakens. Same with the Last Jedi. Solo and Rise of Skywalker is more split. The Last Jedi is very split. There's an irony there that it was like the most smooth sailing (laughs) Star Wars (laughs) film. You know, didn't they have like the most time to edit that film as well, like the Last Jedi?
2: Well, basically, Ryan was able to write a treatment whilst JJ was. Doing but making it producing and making the for creating the Force Awakened. So Ryan had a hell of a lead time. And of course, in an ideal world they would have worked together and traded notes a bit more, but um yeah, he had yeah. longer to write his story and to flesh it out, which then in turn let Ram Bergman, the producer, go out and scout and do everything he needed to do. So yeah, he had much more yeah. time.
0: Yeah, and that makes that makes sense. And you can kind of whether you love or hate The Last Jedi, you can kind of tell even with like the amount of bonus content we get with the last Jedi compared to the other Disney era films it's huge. It is massive. We get so much content with the last Jedi. Now what, where it gets blurry is the success of the Mandalorian. Yes, sir. And that it's not just a success, Matt, like this thing to, to come out with the first ever live action Star Wars TV show, knock it out of the park, create one of the most iconic figures in pop culture ever, to create a compelling story, something that is iconic, something that is keeping the franchise to this day very relevant, really, really relevant. Mm-hmm. The average person down the street knows a lot of the characters in the Mandalorian. They recognize it. It's it's absurd. It's, cra- it's crazy. So... To balance all of this, well, let's have a look. Let's have a think. Matty Boy, in short, I'm glad Cathy's staying around for another three years, right? Mm -hmm. Do I think she is perfect for the job? Well, I'm not really a believer in someone who's perfect for the job. You know, we live in England, Matty Boy, where (laughs) our National Sports League is the Premier League, the English Premier League in football, and in the Premier League, especially over the last few years, there's a lot of coming and goings with the managers, right? Yes. The people that manage the team. Um, even as we've recorded today or this week, <laughs> Manchester United have sacked their manager. Bye. And I was joking. I was joking around with uh, old Danny Boy Sexton and said, oh, Ollie, he's going to be uh, flying out to LA, mate, to, uh, or San Francisco to come head up Lucasfilm, man. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's going to oh, be his no. next job. Uh, imagine that, flaming hell. Um, I don't know, mate. I, it's a complicated one. I think, in short, my boy, you want to know my opinion? I always want to know your opinion, mate. I think it's more to do with Disney. Yeah, go on. I think it's more to do with Disney now. With hindsight, I think Disney lock in those deadlines, man, mm-hmm. and they'll give you a bit of an extension, but that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Bob Iger spoke about this of Solo. He knew it was a mistake, and he he yeah. in, in, with hindsight, you know, he said maybe we should have pushed it back. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. Come <laughs> on, Iger, you you idiot. <laughs> you,
2: <laughs> you know anything?
0: And I don't want to go out and at anyone here, you know, because we're just, we're just speaking truth. We're just speaking what, what is, what, what's happened. You know, we're, we're, we're documentarians in this. And, you know, I think someone like Kathleen Kennedy does bring the experience and does bring the um, knowledge of the industry to her role. It's worth noting though that Kathleen Kennedy wasn't a president of a film company before nope right and that's where i kind of want to bring in another person Mayboy. i hope you don't mind me mentioning no go for it a lot of people don't seem to mention to, to know who this is or talk about it at all mm-hmm. and i'm probably i'm probably gonna uh butcher the pronunciation here but Excellent. i've got uh micheline um or micheline chow mm-hmm. or cho um Mm m-i-c-h-e-l-i-n-e-c-h-a-u and uh micheline or yeah i don't know what i'm doing with that now (laughs) how would you say it i
2: would i i I would say to say micheline rather than micheline yeah I know, right? It's
0: so close to Michelin. Uh, Well, Michelin was actually the president of Lucasfilm from April 2003 till September 2012. A lot of people don't know that. George Lucas was not the president of Lucasfilm. Kathleen Kennedy did not take over from George Lucas as president of Lucasfilm. George Lucas was a chairman who almost sat almost kind of where Disney are now Mm -hmm. George was the big daddy. He did have control over everything, but he also was kind of a step down a few steps down creating stuff. Right. He had that flexibility because being a president, being a chief operating officer as Micheline was as well. um, She, uh, George had no interest in that stuff. He didn't want to get involved in that stuff. Weren't interested. Nope. Nada. Now, from 2003 and to, to to 2012 you know a lot of stuff happened during that so i wanted to add that too a lot of people don't understand the role of presidency oh, you man. know and I, mean, I think that's where restructuring comes into it matty boy
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah and well, I,
2: people so go on yeah. carry on no, no, no! no you no, go. You're the you returning
0: go. hero. Please, no, 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 no! You go, and I'll, I want to see your point. I want to see your thought on what I've said so far, because well, I'm my, sure again we're on the same page. But I want to. My thought yeah. was going in a little d- different direction,
2: but it's still in the same ballpark area when, when you said that a lot of people don't know what the president of a of a company does. Certainly, a um, creative studio. When you see some of the names that uh, the the internet would have you believe should be in the role. It makes me want to just uh, pass out. Namely, our boys, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, uh, who ha- also have absolutely no experience in running a film studio. They, they're, D- John Favreau is a very good showrunner and a very good writer. Dave Filoni is a very good writer, um, animator, and up and coming director. None of that translates into here, run the entire operation, everything, in everything. You'd be, be the person who's. Uh, the buck stops with you guys. That is a pipe dream. And that is the, that is the worst kind of idea to have. Whereas Kathleen Kennedy made, she wasn't a president prior. She was a, pro- a producer slash exec producer for 30, 40 years working with Spielberg. Cause everybody knows this. And some of the biggest films of all time, working in the industry, getting the knowledge and a producer's job. It, it, it is a million miles away from a president, but when you break it down, what a president does is slightly is very similar to what a producer does day to day except that a president has the weight of a multi-billion dollar company on her shoulders uh and has to deal with sh- um, shareholders stakeholders the board everything else basically but as we mentioned a, a producer they they're, they're in charge of some of the hirings and firings the organization the day-to-day stuff the budgets and a lot more sounds a lot like a bit like a president on a slightly smaller scale so um whereas John and Dave have absolutely no experience and I think would be extremely detrimental to have them heading up would it be cool hey why not because they've delivered some cool stuff I love I I love John and Dave I do but we've got to use our heads in realize that they would not be right whereas well like, like well like you just said you had somebody in the background though uh from 20 2003 admission line for two thousand three twenty twelve, 2012 who was silently in the background helping the operation tick along George was the face Uh, and the heart and the soul of the company, but somebody else is making the, I don't say the big decisions, but there was somebody else there shouldering a lot of the, the admin work and a lot of the work like George didn't want to do. You mentioned restructuring. Maybe there's something they can do here where we have, um, a George who could be somebody like your Favreau who maybe could be the face, but isn't the one making the boardroom decisions. Isn't the one with the check and the golden pen, my friend, but uh, but as soon as you said that, they didn't have the, the, about the experience. I was like, no, "I've got to mention that." And I love John, and I love Dave, and I'll mention them again. But um, you, you, this chalk and cheese t- to compare them to, you know, Kathleen's experience, quality, talent, and skill level. Yeah,
0: and it's worth noting, right, that again, John Favreau, I see, could be the only one out of Dave Filoni and John to run to, to even consider that spot. Right. Sure. Because again, once again, like Kathy, she wasn't a president before becoming like Lucasfilm president. Um, and John kind of has, if you look at her work before becoming Lucasfilm president, John is the closest thing to that out of those two. I wouldn't necessarily advocate that anyway, but it's just, it's just worth noting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I don't think he'd be interested, is the honest opinion. And the people saying Dave Filoni. Now, you don't necessarily want Dave doing a job like this. You want Dave in a new role, which guess what, Matty Boy? Go on. They've done. Mm -hmm. They created a role for Dave Filoni. If you look, Matty Boy, at the Lucasfilm leadership chart, right, on lucasfilm.com, this isn't – it's not – random it's not alphabetical kathleen kennedy sits at the top okay and then a lady called Linwen brennan is second that i'm pretty sure i could be wrong that used to be like michelle rejuan that's right um at one point, I, I, I'm again, it, you know, it could be the drugs. So <laughs> I don't know. Drugs don't work. It could be whatever. But anyway, Linwen, she's kind of the executive vice president and general manager. That, that to me, and I've worked in a lot of like stupid corporate environments <laughs> in, in my time. And I know you have, Matty boy. Yeah. So that to me screams, that's your second in command, right? Mm-hmm. And then below, you've got two people, Mamita Sengupta and Dave Filoni. Mamita is Executive Vice President Physical Production. Very, very Again, all to do with getting things done on time, literal things, getting things, you know, ordered around. You, you know all about that, matey boy, you know, because you've got a background, obviously, in um, in management and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And Dave Filoni is on the artistic side executive producer executive creative director mm-hmm. that my friends is exactly where you want him
2: Yeah, and they work so well together cuz their skills it's like yin and yang almost i'm not, like where where one's kind of shortfalls are the other picks up in that area and they work so yeah. well
0: yes yes and
2: let's who put, not who
0: put them together who who was the president exactly. that decided to put them together by the way Kathy Kathy saw there was an issue guys if you guys don't think that if you don't think that Kathleen Kennedy is looking back and go flaming, l we've had a rocky ten years. Yeah. You know, we've we've knocked it out the park with stuff, but we've had a rocky ten years. Like you're dumb, mate. She knows. She knows. She is well aware. They would have had multiple meetings about it. She would have had to answer to Bob Iger, Bob Chapek, Disney people, and explain all of this stuff. Why, Kathy? Is The Rise of Skywalker the only last chapter in Earth's Star Wars trilogy not to m- make more money than the middle chapter? Mm-hmm. Why is it? And she would have one. had to answer that. That is straight up business. Like people don't realize how lethal business is. Oh, but correct. let's look again. Kathy's nearly been in this role for 10 years, guys. 10 years. You don't throw someone like that out unless it's really serious, like really, really oh, serious. Dude, no, and there's nothing yeah. that warrants her to, to let her go. I don't think. Well, here's this, here's this big boy, because I agree with everything you've just said, and
2: I generally do. The problem is the, fir- the firings and the, the, the hoopla in the background, mm. they've become bigger, or they have more impact than the good stuff, um, like the hirings, like the budgets and project size bring uh, of films yeah oh, people they're more noticeable when something goes wrong he obviously yeah. so we've had she's had issues with or uh, during her tenure there have been issues with jj colin Trevorrow, uh patty jenkins josh trank gareth edwards lord miller and possibly ryan johnson if his trilogy isn't now going to work okay now some some names there which are like okay that doesn't look good on paper solo 393 million not very good whatsoever but now let's flip that She's put together John Favreau and Dave Filoni. She's introduced Deborah Chow, Bryce Dallas Howard, Rick Famuyiwa to the to the galaxy, mm-hmm. and, to, and, mm-hmm. and brought in the quality of Tony Gilroy to to patch up Rogue One, and give us Andor. We're getting Kenobi, Ahsoka, Lando, the Acolyte. The book of Boba Fett drops in five weeks' time, dude. She gave us Mando, oh. which as of the minute has only won fifty seven plus awards, including Primetime Emmys, SAG Awards, ASC Awards. Art Director Awards: Ofters, more, two point six six billion for *The Force Awakens*, one point three three billion *The Last Jedi*, one point zero seven eight for *The Petros*, one point one point zero five for *Rogue One*. Who saw that coming? That no. is a Hall of Famers resume. I totally understand, however, that all of those directors that, and those projects which have been shelved or uh, derailed because of creative decisions that ain't a good that is not good whatsoever. But I think they've overshadowed the monstrous achievements and because kathy's name is on the mandalorian why because she's the one who signed off on it she's the one who read the read the pitch as we mentioned on our our off episode favreau had to pitch it to her he didn't just turn up one down he's like oh by the way i'm just making a show give us 80 million dollars he had he had to persuade her and she had to see value in it same with andor ahsoka lando the acolyte the book of boba fair a droid story as well don't forget That's the big one. uh, Clone Wars (laughs) season seven visions. This all come about because
0: of Kathleen Kennedy. Again, critically acclaimed. Well received. Anybody
2: who says, ah, she probably didn't have much to do. And it probably just, you know, didn't really do. That's ludicrous. That's not not what happens whatsoever. Ludicrous. Her reputation rests on the success of this company. It's taken an absolute pounding because of the awful, Awful um, <laughs> conjecture behind the scenes, which every single um, uh, film or f- seems to have had. And, I've, and I'm getting worn down by it. I mentioned it on one of the other shows last week or two. I'm getting worn down to the point where every single thing's got an issue. It's becoming a laughing stock. Lucasfilm, I have no faith in Lucasfilm when they hire a director. I don't think the Tiger film's going to go ahead because Tiger's got five or six massive gigs on the line now. Oh, it's he's crazy. Which he which he's decided to do. I'm slightly worried about that as well as apparently Ryan's one has quietly been shelved, nothing official. So we can't really say much about that one, but I mean, you've said that for, for the longest time, but well, we're yeah. not going to get a film for six years. I don't, I don't mind that in a minute because it's the idea though, dude, that these were meant to happen. They were announced. We, we were getting excited about it. And then the rug gets pulled away or they get quietly shuffled. That's, because, like you said, business is cutthroat, and but that isn't business. That's a shambles to come out, uh, advertise. Imagine, imagine if you're a, in a business and you're coming out to your investors saying, "Right, we're going to launch three products this year, and only one of them comes out because you had creative issues on two of them." They'd haul you out the door because money talks. So there, there, that is, it's not unforgivable because that would then mean your your position's untenable, but. It's, it's very, it's not a good look whatsoever for me. It's but not. It's the not. The
0: positives outweigh the next, as I've just run through there for yeah, me. Yeah, I agree. But I'm going to add to that and say, I think that they know. I think Disney are coming around and they said, what did they say? We're going to have 10 limited series from Marvel, uh, yes. or 10, 10 from Star Wars. Why 10? Yep. Who, who came up with that? It's a big commitment. Well, no, Matt. Matt, what? Well, like, why ten?
2: Why ten? Okay, well, that, gonna that's, have 10. That, that's the million-dollar
0: question. That's, they couldn't plan three films very well. Well, sorry. it's the, it, the writing's on the wall, mate. They needed content for their streaming service, and they went 10's a nice number. Give yeah. us, we'll order ten Star Wars shows, please. Thank Boy, you very much. Is, how are you doing? Ten? We'll,
2: we'll get ten yeah. as
0: well, please. Son. Now, Marvel is in a place where they can do that. They use source material. But also it's the nature of that universe. And also, I'm gonna say it, for me, the quality is not there all the time with Marvel. It's different, it's way more varied, and guess what? They can get away with it. It's that kind of IP. But there's Star no issues Wars with is the not Star Wars is not Marvel. It is not Marvel, it can't be treated like that. It is completely different. Lord oh, no, Star yeah, Wars. Star you Wars should. is way more akin to Lord of the Rings. A mythology, a deep humanitarian mythology, a fantasy. I'm not at Marvel here because Marvel has done a fantastic. He's back. He's back. They've done a fantastic <laughs> job. They Kevin Feige has rocked it, mate. He Feige has done such crazy. a such a fantastic job.
2: But there's but, never any issues on the only issue I can think of is that Edgar Wright was boshed off Ant Man
0: for creative yeah. different. But that's it. That's not so badly. L- listen, like you can tell a director on Marvel. Here you go here's some source material who's a comic right done okay artistically do you want mate like you know you want to make it funny yeah go on then you can't do that with star wars it's they different the language failed, yeah. the language the vernacular the the mythos is different mate it's so different dare i say it's a bit more serious you can't treat it like it's a comic book film and do you know what i think people at disney not Lucasfilm, disney are waking up to that and they need to wake up to that because you can't treat it like it's going to be a comic book stuff the most comic booky thing we will receive from star wars that's live action is the book of boba fett and let's see how that goes i'm i'm well excited for that mate it's going to be it's going to be good fun it's going to be good crack um, but, like, Solo was kind of that attempt into that Marvel model. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Yeah, I think the sequel trilogy
2: in itself was because I think when we had our boy Ahmed Best on, um, shout out to Ahmed King, uh, and he said it as well. I, don't, I know other people have said it, but we spoke to Big Boy Best and he said what he thought was missing. And again, I don't necessarily subscribe 100%, but I I, I get the soul of what he's saying is that the three films that came out of the mm. sequels. For the most part, there was some, there was that kind of always oh, like cheesy nature that the first six films had. There was you know they 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 played it a lot a lot serious, which is a lot more serious, a lot more reverential, which is something which is being labelled at many IPs now, and it really winds me up. But um, mm. like you say, Star Wars is different in the sense that there there is a DNA like there is with other IPs, but there is a DNA which if you stray from that. It doesn't feel the same, or it can be. It may not be quite successful, but then also the problem with that is: are you pigeonholing yourself that we can't now try something different for fear of reprisal or fear of uh, having a flop on our hands? Where other IPs have got the, the
0: freedom to do a a high well, film or a comedy? That's film. why you got stuff like Visions and whatnot. And I know it's not on the same scale. You know, it's not it's not designed to be. But Visions reminds us that there can be new Star Wars that's fresh <laughs> well, and well, look at Kenobi Like an Andor, they're going to be different shows. You know, I, I think just
2: by looking at the the characters and where they are in time in terms of the timeline, and one's called a spy thriller or heist or spy thriller. Kenobi, who knows what that's going to be at the minute? But you've got to imagine that they're going to have have a slightly different tone. Like you said, Boba Fett is going to be a bit more up and at them that's going to have a different feel to uh to a Kenobi, to probably Lando as well you know Lando in my head probably be a bit more uh quippy um a bit more light-hearted with action thrown in compared to something maybe a bit heavier like Handel so they can't there is room to move around
0: within the within the restraints there my man definitely definitely I think there is and I think Your visions went on that kind of sometimes weird side of that. And, but you can look at something like that and go, yeah, let's apply it to live action. Let's do this, this and this. You know, we, we obviously, well, we did episodes on that, but having someone like Dave Filoni in this position, guys, I think is such a big deal. It's such a strategic deal because when, when you look at it like this, I think you go, do you know what? Let's go with what works. Let's go with what works. And what's solid hiring like the hottest director in town at the time has, has kind of what they've done with the films. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Game of Thrones. Huge. Oh, Oh, let's give him a Star Wars trilogy. Let's give him a Star Wars trilogy. I forgot about about him. Yeah. Just wow. Yeah. Yeah. Taika Waititi, one of the hottest directors in Hollywood. Let's, Oh, do you know what? Let's give him a film. Maybe let's chill out. And when we're ready, when someone's got a script, when someone's got a solid concept, figure out, oh, guys, by the way, we got a trilogy coming. Whether it's Old Republic, whether it's set in the future, whatever it is, we got a trilogy coming. Um, Dave Filoni's overlooking like the creative aspects of it. They're all going to have different directors to be announced. That's it. It Um, Bro, with the TV shows and stuff, I mean, that's golden. For me, that's golden. That's what you want. And who knows? Maybe that's what they're doing. And Matty Boyd, just talking because I weren't here previously in the other weeks for whatever reason. I yeah. don't know. Never heard of it. Um, maybe for Disney Plus Day and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what? We should avoid having loads of announcements every year like Marvel. Oh, yeah. We've got this coming. We've got that coming. We've got this, 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 this. No, less, less, you know. Let's streamline it. Let's cut the fat and let's just have quality over quantity. It sounds
2: so simple, my friend. And like you said, it should be really easy to be able to sit back and say, right in behind closed doors, we are going to commission a trilogy. I want you guys to come up with the story. You've got however many months it takes or whatever, or the basics plotline. And, uh, and you guys, let's start. Once they do that, you start scouting. We'll get some directors on board. Let's, let's vet them make sure their vision matches ours um and then and then announce it when you're in production or whatever it is when you're when you're nailed down it sounds yeah. so very easy my friend and yeah have they done that with the sequel trilogy then there's a chance it may have been better received by the masses you and i were both big fans of the tr- sequel trilogy for so many reasons and somebody like me i've i mean i've been saying for a while uh patreon questions as well is you know what where do we see the characters going next are we ever going to see ray finn Poe, oh, we ain't gonna see Carlo again. Sorry, guys. We ain't gonna see Ben Solo again. <laughs> he may come back. He may. He may be back. You never know. Never, um, know. You never know. You never know. But I've wanted to know where they're going to be, and uh moving on to the second part of the. Well, can I? Can oh. I just add one more
0: point? Uh, you've can destroyed I- my link, but yes, you can. Uh, I'll let me just add one more <laughs> point. While while I'm um while I've got tummy issues, I've got free pass, and I so. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? My loves it. He's like flaming now. What have I signed up for? He's back. <laughs> I've had a holiday for two weeks. I can't handle it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm off. You, you, you end the show now. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's it. No, Do you know, on. one, more th- one more thing as well, right, to keep in mind with all the TV yes. show announcements that obviously happened last year and all the other crazy announcements, Disney Investor Day. Um, that was a reaction to a pandemic. That was, guys we know and we, we well we don't know how long this thing's gonna last mm-hmm. we know right right now the future's in streaming. don't worry we got content coming investors give us some some moolah that's all that was so Posturing. now we're kind of easing back into normal do not be surprised if there are more like those shows like i'm looking at you lando show Man, I'm looking at you and thinking, that ain't going to happen, mate. Well, still that ain't going to happen. As much and, as I'd like to see it, actually, I don't know. Well, on, the, um, on,
2: on that, on, only one of them has been shelved. And as I mentioned, the, uh, Rangers was never cancelled. It was just shelved. But, par- but they are apparently uh, looking into getting it back off the ground again with... Uh, a few addition, amendments have been made sorry to the cast list mm. uh, so they're looking to get okay. that sorted so we may see it and that's the one i was looking forward to maybe not the most but i've said before uh, something you've got ahsoka force uh the force and the jedi type thing yeah you'd have Mando, yep. which is you know the mandem and the warriors you're going to have oh. um uh book of boba fett again we're gonna, that's going to be a, a bit grittier then you're going to have rangers which is going to be you know people in the sky. So you've got <laughs> you've literally got every part covered there it would have been great, but um, yep. yeah, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll get there, my friend. But we'll get there, we'll get there anyway. I just wanted to mention no, no. that maybe it was irrelevant, maybe my head's just got a mental, mate. Well, you are, so you are allowed to, my friend, because like I say, you are the returning
2: king. But um, yeah, I want to see those sequel trilogy characters again, mate. Kathleen Kennedy right. in Empire, we mentioned Book of Boba Fett on the cover. Kathleen Kennedy was interviewed in the uh November edition, it's filthastic, and we got a a little excerpt from her interview, mate. Um, Luke's got a better voice than I have. So Luke, I'll I'll send it to you, but this was so exciting to read a little bit, but it was so exciting to hear.
0: Yeah, well, it says, well, Obi-Wan Kenobi is springing from the prequel trilogy and Rogue One prequel and or bookends the original trilogy with the post-return of the Jedi Mandoverse shows. It sounds like there may be more stories to come involving the crew introduced in the most recent sequel trilogy, which wrapped up on the big screen, obviously, with Tross in 2019. Kathleen Kennedy herself says this. Certainly, those are not characters we're going to forget he's kennedy of that third generation of star wars heroes they live on and those are conversations that are going on with the creative team as well the force is as strong as ever what a statement as well that ain't accidental matty boy the force is as strong as ever creative boy Mate boy, didn't Kathy Kennedy meet up with Daisy Ridley for lunch the other day, like a few weeks ago, like a month ago? I was ago, looking wasn't?
2: through the window and I saw. I mean, yes, she did. Sorry, yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> English, have Rose. you? You still? I mean, I mean, it's only been a few weeks, mate, but we still all team English Rose. Yeah, you still Bro, for forever. <laughs> for eva forever i'm looking over there i'm looking to my right
2: next to my sith helmet i've got the artwork of daisy ridley <laughs> and i've got my uh ray from Jakku um doll basically so it's it's there, oh, yeah, the one you picked sh- up from comic con yeah, comic con and i've I'm got a little um shrine going up over there but yes um <laughs> but there what got me there my friend was you know Conversations that are going on with the creative team. I'm sure they've been talking to the creative team since the genesis of the sequel trilogy, since the origin. But it's in these kind of uncertain times where we've just said, is anything planned anymore? They need to sit down and work this stuff out. Just to hear the words that the conversations are going on with the creative team, with the story group, or whoever can kind of start to chart out the. The futures of uh, Ray, Finn, Poe, oh, everybody else within those films, hopefully Rose Tico. That's exciting to know that. She didn't, she didn't just mm-hmm. say, oh, no, we mm-hmm. haven't forgotten about them. You're going to mm-hmm. hear from them one day. Don't worry about that. And She said, you know, we're not going to forget them. They, live, they will live on. And, and the creative team is dealing with it as we speak. So there are plans in place. Who knows what kind of plans they will be, whether it's live action, animated, whatever. But it's just nice to know that with all of the, like the article says, of all of the kind of, ot-centric stuff we're getting or end of the prequels ot-centric stuff we're getting that we are going to be getting stuff sent around the sequel trilogy characters because you said it as well you know they're going to maybe they wanted to step back from the sequels not because they don't like them but you know let's let's let them breathe let's let the world absorb and marinate those films and then we can go back to it in a couple of years time And maybe, to be fair, this creative team, Kathleen Kennedy, maybe they needed a break. Maybe they needed to step back from those characters in order to appreciate them and then get back in. Mm. Um, I imagine after Mm. six, after almost, what, seven, eight years marinating with these stories, that's that's that word again, you probably got a bit of burnout. You spend most of your days thinking about these films, these characters, these stories. You probably, like anyone, you need a break. We'll go back to that in a few years' time and see where we're going to go from here. But that, my friend excited me more than anything because i love the sequel trilogy era i do think it was poorly yeah. developed in terms of the world building i think there's so much more that they could do in that era and they can also use these verse shows as we think they are to start bashing these bad boys out and the bad batch. we didn't mention that kathy Gay was a bad batch, but they can start using these shows now to start sowing the seeds for what happened in the sequels to Know to bolster them up even more, like the prequels were of the Clone Wars, like the OT has yep. been with Rogue yep. One with Mando. It, it, it retro- yep. retroactively makes things even better, mate. So, definitely, I'm here for this. I'm here yeah. for it. And
0: guess what? She yes. said, Creative Team, Creative Team. Who is the highest ranking creative at Lucasfilm? Dave Filoni. That, yeah, he's got his new job Executive creative director. Boom. There we go. I'm yeah. telling you guys, last year, around this time last year, I was going, Luke Skywalker's going to turn up in the Mandalorian. I'm telling you, mate. I'm flipping. I can see it through. I can you were see right. it. Lucasfilm has had a reshuffle quietly. They have had a quiet reshuffle. They know. They know. They know it's embarrassing. A lot of that. I think is Disney pushing stuff and again I think it's a tug war sometimes but I think we're learning it's always a learning process at the end of the day this is a company that needs to report how much money they're making yep. they need shareholders they need investment otherwise all this goes kaput yep it's crazy how not how many companies didn't go kaput with COVID to yeah. call a spade a spade these studios <laughs> yeah, but- yeah like honestly lads like <laughs>
2: And we can romanticize it and be like oh let's all wear mickey mouses and, and and play of our toy lightsabers because that's how we see it the people working for that uh, in the board at the board and at the man. top they just think yeah let's push those out so those idiots can buy them and we we'll keep this company afloat it's all about the
0: dollar bro and this is just going back to like what you're saying right dollar aside because we know it's all about the dollar dollar dollar. I'm a dollar dollar dollar, dollar. I'm you like know a I'm gonna crush her. like my walk girl, What girl. Bring me the girl. What girl? Um, mate, sequel trilogy. You know, love it or hate it, it is here to stay. It's canon, and there is a lot to love yeah, in the sequels. There is so much to love in the sequels. When I was in hospital, mate, I watched the. I've not. I've not actually finished it yet, but um, I watched the Last Jedi with the with ryan's commentary i yeah, texted you actually you did while i was watching it and it was so enjoyable it's great getting a different perspective mm-hmm. on things yeah. are there things that i disagree with still like in in the commentary ryan says you know uh you know he's like oh yeah hugs you know i always thought it was a funny guy i was like <laughs> is he <laughs> you know <laughs> I, when i got home um last week I I was able to put on a Star Wars film with the misses and I put on The Force Awakens because it's just such a feel good film. That blanket. That film man hits different. <sighs> the Force Awakens hits different. The, That's told a you, the
2: special first, film. So I text look back to the first third of that film it, it, not just because of the Rose, but the introduction to the film but when we first like see Ray and what she's doing when her theme f- plays for the first time, she's going down that hill on the, on the sand or like, sledding down the hill, meeting Finn and Poe and that, that scene, which you love so much when they're you know, FN two one eight seven, I ain't calling you that call you Finn. Uh, yeah, and the whole stuff. It's just magic. Damn, damn, we're back, man.
0: And the rest of it's Magical. great as well, of course, but yeah, it's just, man, there's so much to love, man. But even, um yeah. even with that, like it's a universe. You know, let's mm-hmm. do it. And there's a lot to tell here. There's a lot of polit- political. There's a lot of military explanation here that that, that they're going to go down. They've already started going down. And you know, we dude, we got flipping Snoke's or Palpatines and tubes in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. I mean, come on, they're doing it. They're aware. They know mm-hmm. what is the goal what is my like ideal end to the Mandoverse, Mandalorian, whatever you want to call it. It is Grogu being dropped off with a new Jedi Order, Ray Finn. Imagine that, bro. Could Come you imagine on. seeing
2: Boyega and Ridley back on the screen together I'd in, cry. Their, in their garbs, mate? I'd cry. Oh, honestly. I ain't just the cool. steroids
0: I'm on at the moment, yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a well,
2: everyone's allowed to let their emotions out. And I think it's great because, and we, we, you, you'll hear the cries of, "Well, they're just doing this to try and uh, save that dumpster fire trilogy, or whatever it is people complain about." But I yeah. mentioned the prequels; we we love them, but by God damn they need a lot of pillaring from the Clone Wars had to hold those things up yep,
1: completely.
0: They do. But, that, but that's some not a bad of thing. going makes- back some of it is just craziness <laughs> the break oh, was we, we took it we took it for granted and this is the thing with the internet age with the announcements with the di- the news on the directors all this kind of thing is amplified by the internet and social media and opinion pieces so it, oh, i don't know we love it don't we hey eh? we love it <laughs> If One thing Kennedy has given us
2: is it's years and years worth of things to talk about, but (laughs) not just because of the conduct in the boardroom. Everything we've mentioned, all the shows, all the films, all the new characters, all the tie-ins, all the books, all the comics, the High Republic. I didn't even mention that, the High Republic. people, People are digging the High Republic. Everything has been signed off by the hand and the pen of Kathleen Kennedy. She hadn't just given us a load of headaches. Everything pretty much the majority of the stuff we've spoken about on the sessions has probably has had some kind of form of Kathleen Kennedy's influence on it, rather right, other than like the the straight up PT and OT episodes. The you know that Kathleen Kennedy's legacy will be far reaching by the time she does depart, whether that's twenty twenty four or she signs another extension. But when she leaves, we'll better look back at that and think Holy damn look at the look just look at everything we've got look well, at she, it, my friend
0: it, this is a repeat of her resigning her contract in 2018 it was yeah. for a three year, three year period yeah. or whatever yeah a three year period it, like, and it expired 31st of October 2021 yeah. so you know again if this goes well because you can't develop a trilogy in 3 years or you could you can do the foundations for it but i think this is very much for the long term Un uh, yeah. unless something drastic happens, kind of tying it back to that original point that we made at the start of the main show, unless something really crazy happens, you know she 's here to stay, and I think with what they 've learnt with the people they 've put in place, um I think it it could be very good news. There are things that need to be worked on, and there still needs to be the relationship It needs to be strengthened, there needs to be better communication between at the end of the day, Disney lucas film
2: yeah results then, speak for themselves mate stability yeah. much needed all the shows all the films everything we, we've got and we're getting we, we, we star wars isn't exactly in a bad place mate there have been flaws there have been bumps along the roads and there have been times when we've both bashed our heads against a wall and we've sat and had a coffee or a pint and be like how can this happen how can we have another director whatever it might be but i take that and i absorb it into the entirety of the kennedy verse and everything we've got out of it far outweighs that yes it's tragic to see people lose their jobs it's not great or to see projects fall by the wayside but it's not like we've been suffering and as i said on the last episode yep. we've and sean next year my main and or kenobi book of boba fett bad batch again possibly mando we're gonna we're gonna be dining out well next year my friend so well if anything let's see how
0: see, let's see how it goes Right. We're in yeah. for a ride and you guys better be ready <laughs> because there is a lot of stuff coming. And I don't think, I, I don't think people are ready for the amount of absolute filth. No. This, this is going to be a right to spice you lads. You're all going to flipping get crones like me just from the amount of spice that's coming. <laughs> So, anyway, I don't mean to make light of it. Well, I do actually, but Ed, well, yeah, you can go. I can. If you want, I can. You can. I, Matty Boy, I can. Matty Boy, do you know what, mate? It's good to be back.
1: Hi, this is Misty Roses. I am the performance artist for Queel and Frog Lady in The Mandalorian. And you are listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast.
2: I hope you enjoy it. Oh, it's also good to be back here outside our favourite dusty drinking hole. Two weeks ago, I had to come by myself and I tell you, I almost lost a limb because they saw me in the corner and thought I was an easy target. Last week, they saw Big Boy Dunn and Sean, I thought I ain't going near those beefcakes. But now (laughs) I've got the ultimate man Back. And also, I don't have to open this heavy door anymore, Luke. The only question is, shall we? Oh,
0: let's do it.
2: Oh, yes, he is back. He is back. And so are we. And so are you. For those who are new to the show or old, each week we sit down with you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of kef beers and we get your thoughts on our main discussion. So this week we ask for your opinions on the news of
0: Kathleen's contract extension. Yes, we got some great answers, and actually, mostly positive. We ran some polls on Instagram and Twitter, and they were they were pretty much all um, majority Kathleen Kennedy, which, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting. Were you expecting not that? Not at all. I expected it to be a lot closer or,
2: or, or worse, and to be... A lot more flammable than maybe it was, but for the most yeah. part, pe- people put their points across, which we always encourage. So, say what you want, by all means, but for the most part, people—if they were negative—here's why, not just that nah, don't, don't like her. Okay, people would people were saying, giving us a reason for their negativity, yeah. which on hey, both fine, sides,
0: opinions are opinions. Yeah, on, on both sides, mm-hmm. I felt like that, and it, again, it was nice to see. You know that for the for the most part. Um, People were pretty civilized about it. It was so uncivilized. No, people were pretty civilized about it. Just worth noting, Matty Boy, um, yeah, we ran these polls. 62% said yes on Instagram. They were happy with it. 38% said no. Um, Twitter was slightly different. 72% said it's good news. And 28% said it was bad news. And it's probably worth... noting that if anything i'm quite proud of that those results because they're quite mixed they're mostly positive but quite mixed and again it kind of reflects our listenership our community you know we're not just all one horde of of (laughs) thinking right we're 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 quite a a mix but you know so that's nice to see too
2: yeah, which is what we want. We you know, it, it isn't fun for me or Luke to talk about it. it's all one-way traffic. And it's probably it's not very fun to listen to either. And I'll be the first to admit, I've listened to shows where it's one way or the other. And I think, oh, God, I'm bored now. <laughs> it's only so much you can take off the same opinion. <laughs> Shake it up a little bit. We have just spoke about Kathleen Kennedy. We weren't eulogising. E- 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 we were also pointing out the fact that actually some of this is not great whatsoever. Some of this is quite frankly awful. So,
0: yeah. you know, we like to think we have some <laughs> sort of balance. Well, boy, Matty boy, taking no prisoners, mate. Taking no prisoners. Uh, Jamie Richards said this. I'm happy with this. On Kathy's watch, Lucasfilm has delivered my absolute favorite Star Wars film, and I can't wait for Andor. That's it. That's going to be true of a lot of people a lot of people Mm -hmm. gav bagger gav backer said it's a thankless task really isn't it some folks forget that you don't have to like every aspect of the franchise nor is everything within it written with them in mind regarding kathleen kennedy i would have liked to see someone else in the seat for a fresh vision but don't have anyone particular in mind that's it mate that's it i i can't think of
2: anyone really no, he's, he's a filth bag Gav is but he's right he's, unless there's somebody we've never heard of like yeah, in previous be... times who could just come in do the job and then install the face of the company to do the public work then i don't know everyone says get rid of her but who's going to take
0: over with with the right credentials that isn't kevin feige right exactly exactly so anyway a galaxy full of cosplays said whoever negotiated that can contract for her needs to be doing world peace deals because they can clearly make anyone believe anything is good so got a love it. there yeah man. you got to love it <laughs> I- good
2: job <laughs> <laughs> a galaxy full of good job thank you for that uh moving on we've uh, Jay wazen 73 said right I think realistically the mistakes of swapping directors and not having a plan for the sequels is unforgivable because it was so obviously a mistake. Seriously, who thought that would have been okay to run 30% of the Star Wars movies without coherency? Mm -hmm. Regardless, she seems to have learned from this easily foreseeable mistake, and we're now getting a golden era of Star Wars shows and interesting lore. And hell, Mandalorian made me interested in the sequels again after they created a new universe filled with nothing. Mm I'm wary, though, that as a Disney exec, she's either going to be told or to get bonuses to keep sticking to this formula beyond its reasonable lifespan. And we're going to get formulaic shows like Mando without any of the interesting characters or plot lines that make that the excellent show that it is, i.e. the sequel Mm. trilogy. So uh, Mm. I wanted to chuck that one in because old Jay was in 73 there. they're, they're, they're kind of seeing both sides of the story there. And, uh, and I, mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying about the end. W- will the execs at the top think, well, let's just keep churning this out because it it, 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 it makes money and people like it and the soul and essence will be lost? Who kn- I certainly hope not. But like you said, easily easily foreseeable mistakes seem to hopefully now be picked up on and eradicated. So uh, nice one for that, Jay.
0: Anything on that one, Lukey Boy? No, I think that's a great comment. It's a really good comment and it's something worth bearing in mind. And again, I like that Jay, our boy Jay, is leaning into that Disney thing because I think Disney has a lot more to do with this than we realise. You know? Good shout. Good shout. Nice one, Jay, your big filth bag. Uh, And speaking of filth bags, (laughs) the man who
2: puts the king in woking has sent us a voice message Alex Jessup. Let's hear this one.
0: I find your lack of faith
1: disturbing.
2: I think Kathleen Kennedy signing on with Lucasfilm is a good move. She's a top, top producer. She's been uh, a producer on films like Jurassic Park, E.T., the Indiana Jones uh, films. She's produced five of the 50
0: highest-grossing films of all time. She's been an integral part of the new uh, Star Wars era under uh, Disney. So I think, yeah, bring it on. I can't wait for what uh, she's going to do next for us. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I think Jessup's Jessup. uh, a fan of her, and and you, you list off those achievements, and she certainly had a great career. Of course, not being a good producer doesn't always translate to good president, but I think seventy five percent of what she's done has been like the of the, uh, the choices she's made have been fabulous. 80 percent.
0: Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's great to hear from Jessup. You know, I'm glad it doesn't sound like he's punching anyone in that <laughs> yeah. voice message. So you know, all all happy, mate. <laughs> that's it I'm with All you happy. on that one, mate I'm and, with you and, and to wrap up this section of the Butta Butta Bantina is uh, Sir Cabbage aka James uh, Bly my, aka my brother absolute doll he says about Kathleen Kennedy yeah she was really good in the Goldbergs <laughs> so there we go take take whatever you want from that <laughs> brother Bly coming in hot
2: as per usual what a way to round off this episode, this episode, just part—I always say that this part of the Bantina. Thank you, everyone, for sending in your comments. If you want to see what everybody else said, go hit up our socials. We'll give all those filthy handles at the end. And if you didn't hear yourself this week, please don't be disheartened. Don't be discouraged. There's always room for you guys here in the Bantina. Please keep sending in your messages, your voice messages, and we'll do everything we can to get them on a future instalment of the Bantina for extra content. Go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best Podcast.
0: Best Podcast. That's right, mate. I was grooving and front shapes to that. <laughs> <stutters> oh, mate, it's good to be back. Um, yes, it is the spiciest part of the Bada Bada Bantunas the Patreon questions section. And to kick us off is our boy Sean Hudson. Mate boy, are you ready for this jelly? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So Sean asks this. I love Ahsoka. I've never made it a secret that Ahsoka is my favorite Star Wars character thus far. And for me, she has had the most character development across all platforms than anyone else. I'm more excited for the Ahsoka series than a trip to the Twilight Healing Baths. But I'm worried. I said when Tross came out, it needs to be a three hour plus film to fit everything in. We know how that went ahsoka is a limited series and to my mind they need to fit everything in for casual viewers of who she is and who won and her history thrawn and ezra which is huge in itself hayden which is huge as discussed last week on the show luke will turn up for continu- continuity post mando but that also means grogu i'm scared it's too much to cram into what eight episodes makes make me feel better please peace out and may the source be with you always so good so good <laughs> thank so you Shirley. we didn't get one of those in the show yet so that's not that nice, it got one now yeah uh, a bigger ahsoka question there matey boy what are you thinking brother hud
2: uh, well, I'm thinking the same back to Brother Hudge. What are you thinking? The Twilight Keeling Baths is the place to be. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, for this one. So basically, in a nutshell, will, Ahsoka, will there be enough time or story in Ahsoka to be able to tell all the threads which we think might happen? Um, well, Feloni is dealing with it, obviously, and Favreau. So, and again, they've shown that they can fit in plenty of story, exposition, lore, within eight episodes. They've done that in Amando. Season one and season two with Ahsoka. I think they can tell, like similar to how they did with Mando with his flashbacks to his childhood, they can tell the story of Ahsoka uh, through the narrative. And by that, I mean they don't have to have an episode dedicated to "he's just here's my backstory. It's just little nods here and there. All they've got to do in the first episode is a quick mention in the Clone Wars, my my, my, my master Anakin Skywalker, or you know, a bit more than that, but it could just be a line or it could be a couple of minutes. Or we could have that flashback scene for a few minutes like we had again in the beginning of Mando season two when Cobb Vanth was talking about how he got Boba's armor. Yeah, th- A couple of uh, 30, 40 seconds. You don't need to have a huge flashback as fans. Wouldn't it be great to see the Clone Wars in live action as a as a critical thinker? No, it wouldn't because I don't want it to derail the flow of the show. But so in that, I think they can handle Ahsoka's backstory relatively well within the confines of the show. Thrawn and Ezra that in itself for now is bigger because in order to get people on board with well, we need to find Thrawn and we need to save Ezra you do have to give more devote more time I think to them if anything because we've, we've met Ahsoka in the Mando and casual fans of Star Wars probably heard of her they may have heard of Thrawn and Ahsoka more so Thrawn of course from the uh, Zahn trilogy but you've got to set up why it's important to get these guys why is it so important to find them You know, why is Ahsoka need to find, to find this blue geezer and this Aladdin fella um so that's going to be bigger i think and that's going to be more problematic however if they are going to be dealing with that in the other shows possibly you can maybe like they're doing crossovers put a bit of exposition onto one of the other shows and then it doesn't take up quite as much as your own hayden i think will be in it fairly briefly he's not going to have a recurring role i think we are going to get um like a force ghost hayden a conversation i don't see the need for him to be in any more than one episode um and if luke's in that same episode great Grogu doesn't even need to do anything Grogu could just be there uh, on Luke's shoulder or or eating Mm -hmm. a frog in the background Mm -hmm. I think Hayden and Luke could be in the same episode if they're going to go that route and Thrawn and Ezra, they they're going to need the most. So that go that route. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I've been listening to too many American shows, and I uh... <laughs> you
0: do. lot yeah. love them. you use so many Americanism. I oh, know. I'm sorry, guys. I've
2: lost touch with my roots. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to have a kip. But no, yeah, I think so. Grogu... Have a kip.
0: Have a kip, mate. I will do. I'll have a have, a have a bath filled with baked beans. Oh. <laughs> Up the wooden hills to Bedfordshire. Um, oh. <laughs> Hayden, Luke, and Grogu can
2: all appear in one episode. They don't have to be the episode, they can be the last ten minutes for all, I think. Ahsoka, you can deal with her backstory fairly easily, I think. I think, especially with Filoni and Favreau on board. I think they're gonna better find a way to not stretch this thing out. in and Ezra, though, my man, that's gonna be the bigger issue. How do we make people care about Ezra? How do we make them care about this blue skinned guy with red eyes? How do we make them care about the stakes of this whole thing. Oh, there's that. So that is to bit. It doesn't worry me, but I think that needs the most. Ahsoka, cool. we can deal with her like we did Dinjarin. We found out more about him as the thing went on. So it's Thrawn and Ezra for me. That's the thing I think is going to take the most time, and that's what I have the most. I'm the most apprehensive about in terms of how are they going to sell this in, you know, eight episodes? Because you haven't got eight episodes to tell their story. You've got half an episode to get us invested in them and then the rest of the season to get us you know to get us behind the search you don't want to be finding out more and more about them as we approach episode six and seven otherwise by the time we get to the end you'll be like well i still don't really know who these guys are so that's the big one for me um but i am very excited for hayden luke and grogu I yeah, certainly hayden's going to be there so um what about you though lucky boy can you do anything to <laughs> temper uh
0: brother hudson's well um fears you are uh, well i pretty much echo what you said i don't want to yeah. i don't want to say the same thing again necessarily but i'll add to it and i'll say that you. you know in, in even in mando season two we got cob right we know all about him getting a black series figure looks sick a bit late but yeah, here we go <laughs> um bo katan with some other mandos you know we got boba fett back we got ahsoka we got Luke at the end. They all served a purpose. And we obviously, we had the, that's not even mentioning the season one characters. They all served a purpose. The seeds were there and they all did a job. And in my head, I don't see this as an issue. In fact, I just think I look at this and go, Well, you got Thrawn Ezra. And um, yeah, eight episodes. Sounds chill.
1: <laughs> in my head. <laughs>
0: In my head, it's like, yeah, that's plenty of time, isn't it? Like, and just because Luke, it might appear in it. We don't know. Like, it might, he might do. He might not. Um, If he has Grogu and he's just like there, okay, cool. Right? I don't know. It's a shared, it is, uh, like we've used in the show already, this expression of Mandoverse. It's a Mandoverse. So if we see people, whatever. If the writing's good, it's going to be, it's going to be great it's going to be fantastic and i do think they're going to lean on well we don't need to explain everything about ahsoka because she's from the animated world and rest assured dave floney's involved in this in this series and you know he's heading it out with with john and so therefore he he's going to be treating the animated world with respect yeah so there's that too. So I personally mate I wouldn't worry. I think it's going to be sick. I think it's going to be sick. We're going to we're going to get some absolute yeah, we're going to get some absolute filth mate. We're going to have to really look at our diets after a soaker and think look is my are my veins getting a bit too cluttered up with all the filth that I'm consuming? Probably fat from that's the filth is
2: what I'm going to be. Uh, I've just gone yeah. back to the gym, so I mean, I've only got I've got a year to bl- get rid of some of this puppy fat before the the cholesterol take a pounding because of seeing Hayden and the Poker <laughs> and Luke together. They don't, Hayden, <laughs> Luke, uh, Anakin, and Luke don't need any backstory. That's fine. Uh, my yeah. last point on this though is they're never going to mm. do it. They kind of did with Solo. To be fair though, is that in an ideal world for me, they wouldn't bother with exposition. They'd just be like, well. There's seven seasons of the Clone Wars. Go and watch them. Yeah, in yeah. This is Dave Filoni. Yeah,
0: this is Filoni doing this. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you got much to be worried about, mate. I really don't. I really no. don't. Especially with what we were saying earlier, with Dave being in that creative position. He is the creative head honcho. You know, that's where you want him. That's where you want him. So that's it mate There we you know, go, Star Wars he wants a
2: Kathleen might know business and production Dave gets Star Wars he's the man you want heading that up so uh, thank you for that Shawnee boy anybody who wants to chime in on that we'd love to hear your thoughts on how are they going to fit all of this filth into the Ahsoka series let us know your thoughts on that one and let us know your thoughts on this question from the Belgian Bond Vadim Simmons. he said hi Broby One and Brobe Fett with the High Republic going on and the Old Republic coming up do you think they'll ever mention the prophecy of the chosen one and maybe go a little deeper into it or a mention of the dyad and other myths? That would be awesome. Stay spicy. Uh, Lukey boy chosen one dyad, any other
0: new myths do you reckon high Oof. or old Republic will touch upon? I think it'd be quite interesting to see maybe the prophecy or at least something alluded to it in the high Republic or old Republic in some way it's always a funny one prophecy and i like that we've not got the actual text of said prophecy but have we yeah we have <laughs> it's in uh it oh no yeah we have in masters of a uh, master and apprentice yeah, but that's and that was... not canon <laughs> yes it is <laughs> well it well okay it's kind of canon it's, but it's canon but until maybe they do old republic or high republic and they're like we need to look at this prophecy thing they'll change it around a little bit probably right maybe maybe not maybe maybe they'll use that exact one yeah, yeah man. well hopefully well it's, it's there and it's pointless to change things you know my thoughts on that yeah true
2: well well, well they've done some it already account. they some did some it in
0: bad sometimes some it counts i'll crush you like <gasps> a bug don't you dare change my additions (laughs) McClunky. that'll be the last one that'll be the last thing even that even that geezer changed his own stuff so (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly you know i mean less yeah it's neither here nor there i think actually it'd be wise to avoid it i do think it would be worth mentioning maybe other myths and diets because that's a good it, it could be a really cool um way of storytelling again, diet's kind of been done now and it's done very, very well. Um, so that's again, credit to the sequels for that, but I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a bit of a funny question. I think the prophecy of the chosen one is also misinterpreted a little bit, but I don't want to go into because this could be a whole episode in itself. In fact, I think we have it written down somewhere to look into um, the prophecy of the so, chosen yeah. one and do an episode on it one day. So, um, spoiler. <laughs> <We did. laughs> so, yeah, we a good did. Episode, that'd be. Yeah, so maybe we should save some thoughts for that, but I I wouldn't be surprised if it at least gets a a, um, um, a mention in passing or, so, or something like that. But I don't think they're going to deep. De- uh, Dig dive. what is it? Deep deep dive. Matty Boy, help me out. My brain's like starting to shut deep down. Dive, now. dive deep. Deep dive. Thank you. Yeah, it's going, no, no, Luke. Enough. <laughs> enough. Enough. <laughs> enough. <laughs> enough. Yeah, I yeah, know. And, and also that's to do with the Skywalker saga. So Right, it's slightly different. So if you, you don't want it to distract too much of that. That's my answer. Matty Boy, take the mic away. Um just quickly to build
2: on that then, yeah, but I can't remember how you know the context of the prophecy from master and apprentice i can't remember if it was how it you know how it came about or you know why they mentioned it so i may be stepping on my own toes here but it would be great if they mentioned it in passing like there was not kind of whispers of a prophecy in the old republic that one day and that's thousands of years before um or kind of ideas that they've they've had people who they thought were the chosen one before and it all went to pot. You know, that's those kind of things. It doesn't have to be a film episode or anything, but that's what Star Wars does best is it throws these bombs out there and just leaves them. Like, oh, the prophecy of um, Blilo Wren uh, in the Old Republic, who we thought was a chosen one, but turned out to just be a potato farmer or something. Um, I think, and I think the dyad, I think, again, like Palpatine said, I haven't seen these in generations. There's scope to mention it, but I. I it's funny because like I said, they did it so the the idea of it is so interesting. I love the idea of a you know, two people connected through the force in that way. I think it's wonderful. I wouldn't want them to overdo it though, because I think the fact that Ray and Kylo have it, it's unique to them. It may not have been seen in generations, but we don't know to what extent. Was the last one as big as Kylo and Ray's, or was it just a on a smaller level? I'd like to think that they were kind of like the the zenith of the dyad, you know, everything before that had been, you know, they could, they could commune via the force or see each other's surroundings or whatever, but they couldn't, you know, pass objects or f- feel each other like they did. Um, so I'd like to think that they kind of mastered that technique. So I wouldn't like that to be taken away. I'd like them to mention it. You know, like, I'd like to, I'd love them to hear like whispers of a prophecy, like rumors of a prophecy. Maybe don't go into it too much because I, like, I think you're, you're stepping into funny ground. If you start going into that kind of, um, realm in star wars because i think it was fairly mcclunkily handled in the prequels to be fair and they have tried to retroactively make it make sense but um so i think maybe maybe a few like whispers that one day the chosen one will come and bring balance but no more than that and as for a dyad again maybe because uh, ex- people have exhibited that sort of telekinetic power with each other or more so than that but i think mention it but I don't want it to I wouldn't want it to be more powerful than the one we saw in Tross because then all they're doing and is say is then just, you know, uh, dampening the fire of that. That one was great in Tross, but here's an even better one that happened one thousand years ago, which then makes that one in Tross look a bit, you know, sad in comparison. So I wouldn't want anything to take away from that moment or that revelation. So they got they can do it. I hope they mention it or they do do, do, do it, hey. If they do show oh, it, then make poo-do. it Poodoo. make poo if they'd poo do it. Then just don't have it just have it be less impactful than the dyad in Tross. But then the question is why bother? It's not gonna be impactful. Um so yeah, mention it, but don't go too much into it. Like you said, Lukey Boy, let's have some new myths or lore dumps. Let's have some new stuff. Like the dyad was great. Let's have something akin to a dyad from the old republic or in the high republic. Something we could be like, that is filth. And because it never happens, it's even more special. That's my thought. Law dump, mate. <laughs> well, you that's what i took away dump. from that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a big law dump may might give us one a of those big,
0: a big law dump what great questions though yeah, man. Man. this has been a great week yeah. for all the socials and stuff yeah, so man. thank you so much for sending those in vadim and sean you bunch of sick heads yes thank you give us your answers to all of those everybody however barman
2: sorry about the mess one more time but don't worry about that guys we'll be back again for a couple more kef beers here in the bantina next week
0: ladies and gentlemen it's the star wars sessions game Oh, it feels good to be back doing a game. So, Luke, do you want to know a game you're playing? Of course I do, Matty boy. Of course yes, I do. Come so on, bring it on.
2: Well, context, if you're new to the show, we always end with a Star Wars-themed game. We alternate uh, weekly with the hosts. This week, it's my turn. Luke has been uh, absent for a few weeks. Uh, and this time, I wanted to I wanted to honour him, because I know that he's, he's based out. He's high as a kite at the minute. So, yeah. I wanted to honour <laughs> the return of the Jedi with a Return of the Jedi quiz, which I think might oh. have done before. However, I couldn't do Return of the King because that's an altogether different franchise. So Return yeah. of the Jedi quiz. I've got about five questions to ask you here, mate, because I don't want to keep you too long because I don't want your mind to go off into strange places. So yeah. are you oh. ready for your Return of the Jedi questions, which you're going to ace easily? Let's do it. Let's let's do <laughs> it. it woof, right. Question one. What is the number of the first Imperial shuttle seen in the movie? Oh, are you joking <laughs> welcome back are you winding me up nope what's the number of the first imperial shuttle you can what's hear the number? the number of the shuttle as well they, they say it as well Z- zero uh is that your final answer mm. three uh, <laughs> no
1: six
0: six
2: you're gonna go for six are you yeah i'll go for six okay well the answer is st321 <laughs> Right. What was the question again? What was the first number? Now, what what, what is the number of the first Imperial
0: shuttle seen in the movie? (laughs) Oh, I Shuttle six, come in. My my man, my man. I am... I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm starting to get a bit wavy. I had literally my last, like... Yeah, don't worry. Before the show, (laughs) I had some drugs, and I'm like, I, I think it's starting to kick in. Don't worry. Yes, yeah, Shuttle 6, come in. Before the dark times. Before. <laughs> Sorry, the right, sessions. go on. Next one. Uh, next the one. next one. Uh, okay. <clears throat> complete
2: the sentence or complete the, the, the phrase or line by Princess Leia. Princess mm. Leia said, You are free of the. You are free of the. What?
1: <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> you, who said this, Leia? Princess Leia, she said, You are free of the you are free of the um i don't even know when she's saying that you are free of the galactic empire i don't know man <laughs> yes when <laughs> when does she that i'm gonna pass bro i'm gonna pass uh, this is painful you pass yeah right she says you are free of the carbonites oh yeah no she says that in tatooine in um big boy jabber's palace doesn't she and yeah return of the Jedi return of
2: the jedi, oh, that's a a of the jedi in jabber's palace yeah um which is not going to be called that anymore surely uh next one no. what were the first two words spoken in return of
0: the jedi <sighs> i just wanted to make it easy for you mate I, this is one of those that i think i would get if i was fully compass mentis if I was fully there, I'm sure. I'm sure it's one of the droids, isn't it? Is it? Uh, Give us a clue. Uh, no, it's not a droid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that language. Okay, let me think. It, who is it? Who could it be? <laughs> who it, is it? It's a human person. Who is it? <laughs> it's a what? It's a human person.
2: What were the first two
0: words spoken in return of the gym? I can't even remember what the opening scene is but I like I said I know this usually I think I think by now I'd be able to like do process of eliminate my mind's just thinking of this like of my of mind the recovery, at the moment is It's just all part gone. of the recuperation mate it's just getting your brain ticking again so I'm just trying to right. help this mate. is um, i i don't know is it um the imperials you're not a million miles away put me out my misery matt the first two words
2: are command station the first line is command station this is st321 code clearance blue days he tied it in with the this
0: is this is six clearance blue (laughs) that's very good mate do you That's know nothing. what actually i'm not even sure if i would have got that i would never have got that at all no i don't think i would I'm have not got very that. good with opening lines so um i'm not good at this stuff full stop No, no you'll so, get this one
2: and i think you will actually so uh just throw this one in just for the confidence how okay. old is
0: yoda when he finally succumbs to the force like six hundred six hundred thirty. 630 no he's 900 final answer i get my sixes and nines mixed up you know
2: Ooh, so we're going to get go, you going 900. Even even when I'm
0: normal. <laughs> yeah. Quote on quote, normal. We're we going to 900? Yeah, I, th- I think he... No, like 600 sounds better. I don't know why. I Or is it? Hang on. Yeah, it's around 600. Let's do that.
2: When 900 years old you are, look as good you and not.
0: Oh. It was 900. 900. When, hun- when 900 year old you reach, look as good you want. What did I not. say? <clears throat> He's, why didn't you tell me listeners why didn't you tell me
2: <laughs> oh i'm not going to give you that one that one's too. that one is going to be hard so i won't give you that one you've got two more then um last one uh, sorry second to last one what is the name of the droid that assigned the jobs for people in jabber's palace torture so the droid, droid. <laughs> no well actually i don't even know if that's his nickname, but the Torture one that gave droid.
0: 3PO and R2-D2 stuff to do. I know the one you're flipping talking about, because I was going to pick up his flipping Power of the Force the other day. Oh, yeah. It's an. They are called... Um, what are they called? Yeah, I'm sure that we. I was going to pick up a Power of the Force one of these bad boys, but I thought it was just called, like, Torture Droid, or... Inter- it's not an interrogation droid, is it? Because that's the floaty bad boy...
2: Yeah, it's not in one of those. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. it's not one of those. Floaty bad boy. Yeah, um it's um I think it's something to do with evil. You're
2: on the right track.
0: Yeah, it's I, and I'm not gonna remember this, but it's something you know how in some of the droids they use like um it like EV1L, something like that. But I know it's not that, but it's something I think along those lines, I think. It is. You want to know? Yeah, go on. EV mm. nine D nine. Nine
2: D nine. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't have
0: got the nine D nine. I don't think. But
2: supervisor droid, they're called. I think
0: torch droid, mate. Yeah, torch droid, would do
2: right. <laughs> torch uh, you droid. Ready for this one? You, you will get this one. I'm sure. Okay. Be. Oh, uh, Matt, come on. Right, come on, my my friend. What is the name of the singer at Jabba's palace? Um.
0: Sni noodles, Sni.
2: Almost, almost. Just flip a few yep. letters around. Sni. No, not sni. Sti. St- st- nope. s- ah.
0: s- sly- ah. sly- no. Slice. Slice Snootles. Sly. Nope. Sh. Shy Snootles. Ah. What is that noise? Ah.
1: Ah.
0: Ah. Oh. 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 S- what? the man size size (laughs) snootles yes snootles yes oh mate you flipping like I'm like an old pensioner going across the like a zebra crossing down Abbey Road and you're like come on mate (laughs) I'll
2: get you there mate I had other ones which were actually harder which I thought I was thinking I was rubbing my hands out I thought no I can't give you that um, what like you know, what a Jabber and the Bounty Hunter settle the bounter for Chewbacca bounty for no, Chewbacca not
0: today? Not yeah, today.
2: Ones like not that today. Well, you got one out of five, which is by my maths twenty percent, which isn't Yay. too bad, my man. It's it's we got one on the board, mate. You got one on the board. Could I be Kathleen? Could I be president of Lucasfilm? Uh, maybe
0: one every five being a hit. As long as it makes money, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as it makes money, wow. sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Good job. Good job. job so, well done, matey boy. Right, well good done. Job.
2: So Trying to get the brains working again. Not that I ever went anywhere, but it's me <laughs> making out like you just lost your um, faculties. But my oh, man, no, i did. I'm very glad to have you back. The sessions, sickheads, are I'm all very glad to have you back here, mining the spice, farming the filth. What, what, don't worry about the result of the game. In two weeks' time, when it's my turn again, you'll smash it out of the park. I have no doubt about that.
0: Absolutely, mate. It's been good to be back. It's been really nice to be back. So thanks for all the messages again. And thanks for bearing with me. Thanks it's been for bearing nice. with him. Thanks it's for been, it. I can't even express like how excited I was to do this. This right. was like, this was like, for me, this was like a goalpost. I was like, look, I need to, I need to do this. I need <laughs> to do this again. Like, and it goes straight. i i adore doing this so it was, it was it was nice to come back and obviously get get the show going mate and you know we've got we got some busy weeks ahead and we got we got boba coming out right. man we we got we got a lot of filth to cover no those boba wigs are going to be
2: the epitome of filth so cannot wait however i am very sad to say that that is that but it's episode of Star Wars Sessions 139. But the fun doesn't
0: end there. No one's ever really gone because he's back. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media. Just search Star Wars Sessions and we will be there. So I'm getting there. getting there. You did it. Um, email address. Send us an email. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. That'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Uh, Don't call me that. We're on Anchor FM, Spotify,
2: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, every podcast provider in the galaxy. You're going to find us there. If you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your platform of choice and head on over to podtracer.com to IMDB for podcasts. It's awesome. We're there. So five stars there and everywhere else you can find your podcasts would do the show a massive solid gets more listeners in means we get more engagement with you guys which is what
0: we live and breathe for every week and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum. tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your ewok tell anyone who works at lucasfilm I'm, i'm sure there's a couple of them that listen to us maybe one or two i don't know mm-hmm. tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spice, yeah.
2: yes tell sly sootles that this is the podcast well, you're looking for but until next time from me see
0: ya and from luke may the force be with you always i can't <laughs> believe i struggled with the sly snootles thing i like mate here we go it was a good one Luke, now another happy landing space based podcast heroes
1: Audience is so smart. And it's true. They are. They get everything. Tell that to Country Club.